window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. We are live. This is At The Window. I am Drew Martin, live from Las Vegas, Nevada, breaking down the Monday night football game. We also got some NBA college football look-aheads as well. And uh, guys joining in on YouTube, feel free to chime in whatever you'd like in the chat box. Hit that as well. Any questions, comments, uh, anything you're betting, let me know and why. And uh, happy to get it out here on the show. But uh, Sean is not in today. He will likely be back tomorrow. Probable for tomorrow's show. But uh, I'm riding solo here. We got Robbie Vino coming in in uh, the segment two and three, I believe. So we'll get his uh, best bets all of that for for the show today. Happy Monday. It's Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service out there to all the veterans. Um, and uh, heck, this country wouldn't be what it is without you guys. So hats off to you. We got the Monday nighter tonight, guys. This is a uh, a big one in the NFC West. We got Seattle at San Francisco. 49ers minus six, 47 being the total. And, uh, you know, it's always interesting seeing the Seahawks catching catching six here. We got, you know, one of the MVP candidates, the top runners here at the quarterback position, Russell Wilson catching almost a touchdown. That's kind of intriguing at first look for me. But at the same time, you know, San Francisco under a touchdown here at home. Obviously, the 49ers, one of, if not the biggest surprises in the NFL out the gate and uh, with extra time to prepare off of their October 31st game against Arizona. They won. They did not cover, however, winning 28-25 as 10-point favorites. They haven't played yet in the month of November, so extra prep time here. Um, Also, you know, a little bit extra time here for Seattle with it being a on Monday night, a lot of tickets going to be written here and we've seen it six pretty much across the board opened at seven. That was San Francisco market telling us that was a little bit too rich on the 49ers. So uh, dip down a little bit to six Seattle taking some money off the open and seeing 47 and a half as high as right now as the total that opened at 45. So some over money, which is interesting because we've seen a uh, stretch here and i'm talking you know more than 20 games now of unders hitting at a very high clip in nfl primetime games but uh of recent the shorter sample sizes the overs have hit which uh you know a long under stray and then you know a, a kickback towards the overs is kind of uh what the market kind of over I guess overcompensating for that understretch. So it's it's not too, too dissimilar to see the over money happening. And we also got a what NBA slate as well in college football look aheads. Man, a crazy weekend on Saturday in terms of college football. We got a NBA, which Robbie will hit here in the next segment coming up in about uh, five minutes. Got about a seven game card here with a lot of tight games seeing minus two and a half, minus three and a half. But uh, what doubles here? San Antonio laying at home 
Also, uh, the L.A. Clippers laying doubles at home, nine and a half or ten hosting the Raptors, the defending champions going uh, cross country down to L.A. to face the uh, Clippers here with the Clippers laying ten in Staples. So we'll get Robbie's opinion on that as well. College football look ahead, guys. There's some uh, interesting handicaps, to say the least, Uh, getting off the board a little bit. We got UMass and Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern really can't score. They've only scored what I believe a hundred points on the season going against UMass, the number one thirty defense in all of college football. There's only 130 teams, the worst defense that just let up what about 50 points to Army. So uh, they can't stop much. That's a fascinating handicap in itself. We got Navy Notre Dame game. The uh, oldest rivalry in the South, Georgia at Auburn as well. Texas, Iowa State, fascinating there in the Big 12, a bunch of good games. Oklahoma at Baylor on Saturday. We got uh, in Michigan State, Michigan, battle of the big and little brother, depending what side of the fence you're on there. LSU, Old Miss, Stanford, Washington State, fascinating matchups across college football. So we'll get Robbie's opinion on that. I got some uh, look aheads in terms of best bet and maction action on this week's card for college football so tonight's monday night football game by the way it looks like pretty good weather in levi's stadium there in santa clara california looks about low 70s high 60s light winds two to three miles per hour in no chance of rain is what i'm seeing right now of course this game on espn the monday nighter Man, I think laying points to Russell Wilson is a tough one. I really do. Uh, I'm leaning towards Seattle. I haven't bet it yet. I don't have a real strong opinion on the side, but I don't know, guys. I mean, you make me bet it. You give me a free bet right now. I think I'm going Seahawks. I I know the 49ers have been good, you know, right out the gate, just straight up. What the best team in the NFL uh, since the Tampa Bay game won every single game. They didn't cover last game against Arizona. The extra prep time also throws a wrinkle into this. You know, who do you give the uh, advantage to with the coaching head coach and quarterback? I, I love to use that duo head coach quarterback with extra preparation time. Who has the better head coach and quarterback in this matchup? I'd give it to Seattle. Not too, too big. I mean, Jimmy G is a a good quarterback overall, but still, Russell Wilson's kind of next level, in my opinion. So it also leans towards the over, but we've seen money come towards the over. But San Francisco's defense, man, they could be shut down at times. So that's kind of a, a looking into San Francisco's defense against Seattle's offense makes me really wonder how Seattle's going to do against that defensive front for the 49ers. We saw them put up, what, 40 points their last game out against the Bucs, but the Bucs is kind of a different defense than, than the 49ers. 27 points before that, but only 16 points against that Ravens defense. So uh, just a couple scores there against them. Kind of worrisome in terms of how Seattle will be able to produce points tonight. But uh, overall, guys, I am looking towards the underdog with Russell Wilson at the helm, getting near a touchdown on the Seahawks. We got a uh, break coming up. Robbie Vino from SportsMemo.com will join us after the break. We'll be breaking down college football, NFL, NBA on the other side. Guys, throwing any questions in the chat box if you'd like. And uh, we got a short break coming up. This is Sports Grid TV Network. Be right back after a short break.
season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. This is At The Window, Monday morning, 11-11. That's right, November 11th, 2019. Happy Monday. It is, uh, I guess, in the morning if you're watching from Hawaii, but in the Pacific Coast where I am right now. It's only uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 4 o'clock on the Eastern Front. So uh, this is At The Window. We got Robbie Vino joining us shortly. Guys, we got the Monday Nighter tonight, Seattle. Seattle versus uh, the 49ers here. And uh, overall, you know, the minus six, I'm not too intrigued sidewise. Totals wise, I actually lean towards the under with the uh, the long the long track record of unders in NFL primetime games being what it is very profitable for the backers of unders. However, uh, of recent, it's been a little trend here towards the overs. I believe we do have Rob with us right now from sportsmemo.com. Robbie Vino, welcome in. How you doing today, buddy? Looks like he froze. Sorry, he was there. 
maybe some uh, t- technical difficulties on the back end, but that's okay. I think we'll get them back on here shortly. I'll uh, start going over some of the early looks here for college football this upcoming weekend. We got uh, some big ones in the Big 12, really. Uh, Baylor continuing their run. We also got Minnesota, you know, a really tough spot for the Gophers this time around going up against Iowa, which overall Iowa, you know, it isn't really doing much offensively, but they're a very well coached team in Minnesota spot wise. You know, sometimes the special season is what it is. It's a special season and the ball is going to continue bouncing your way. But usually more times than not, when teams go on runs like Minnesota is, it's very difficult to bring that 100 percent, you know, uh, I guess kind of punching a little bit over your head game after game after game. So I don't know, just only catching three here with Minnesota. You got to think they're going to win the game straight up. And I don't know, that's a tough ask game after game here in the Big Ten. Of course, their schedule was backloaded, so it's going to happen more and more. You know, watching P.J. Fleck, it's uh, pretty cool to see what he what he's been able to do there. Also signing a, a pretty long contract, I believe. So uh, hats off to him. He's getting paid for what he's doing. Good for him. Georgia Auburn as well. We're seeing the Bulldogs minus three and Jordan Hare, 43 being the total. You know, this Auburn team, man, if they had a good quarterback, I think that they would be, you know, one of the better teams in the country, except, you know, if they had a quarterback, that's a big if. And uh, of course, they haven't had very good quarterback play at home. They've been a lot better at that position. You know, just a true freshman. It's kind of is what it is. So I think George is going to really struggle against that Auburn defensive front. However, we saw Jake Fromm really perform well throwing the ball down the field against Florida and the largest outdoor cocktail party when they needed a play, they got it from them. So uh, there's something to be said for that, you know, big time plays from the quarterback position, Jake Fromm, I believe he, he what won the uh, little league world series down there in, uh, in, in South Georgia, I believe somewhere in the state of Georgia. And now the heck playing being the starting quarterback for the university of Georgia. So obviously a heck of an athlete and, Jake Fromm, it's tough to to, to bet against them. However, uh, Auburn catching three at home, that's a tough place to play. 3.30 CBS game. I believe we do have Robbie Vino. Take two here. Follow him on Twitter at Rob Vino Sports from sportsmemo.com. Robbie, welcome in. How are you? I am good today, Drew. A couple of technical difficulties, but we're in now. We are in. I believe that's a a Belmont shirt on. Is, Is that correct? That's a Belmont Bruins. Yeah, my oldest went to Belmont, so uh, I keep in touch with that basketball program. Is is there anything you're seeing with Belmont this year in college basketball that uh, you, you think is worth, you know, overs, unders, looking to bet on them, looking to fade them? Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting, Drew, because Casey Alexander takes over for Rick Bird. Uh, different not seeing Rick Bird on the sidelines anymore, but remember that um, – Lipscomb was a up t- up tempo offense, so expect much of the same. Probably a little different system wise, but not that much. Um, and they've got really good athletes. Once again, Drew Windler was a big loss, but certainly Belmont has been able to, in the last couple of years, stockpile some really good athletes. So we'll see how they do in the Ohio Valley this year. But I expect a high scoring team once again, and um, not much difference as Alexander tries to fill some big shoes. 
And Robbie, we, you know, talking college basketball here, what's your overall philosophy like early in the season? Are you are you trying to to throw out a lot of plays and and, and really find angles? Or are you kind of consuming each week, each game in terms of uh, these college basketball teams? And do you start getting a little bit more heavy and betting, you know, in, in December or, or are you kind of out in the out the gate looking to kind of fire away against the odds makers in college basketball? Yeah, I think that <clears throat> I just try to go where I spot value, Drew, and it's this beginning time of year for me because I'm so um, deep into college football, it becomes a little more different. I'm kind of n more narrow focused, more tunnel vision on a couple of things rather than the entire board. Uh, as we get down to the end of college football season, I tend to take on the entire uh, traditional board, the mid-major board, the extra board, the entire works. I keep power ratings on every team. So I think as time goes on, I probably get a better read on it. But um, if I spot something early on, I'll certainly play it for sure. And Robbie, what, in terms of, you, you know, your number one to maybe like number three sports, which one do you concentrate the most in Co college football? Would that be number one, then the NFL, then college basketball this time of year? Is the NBA somewhere in there as well? Yeah, I think that that probably overall, Drew, is the exact order that I go in. I think college football, just because it's a passion of mine, would be one. NFL would be two. College basketball would be three. NBA, four. And then, of course, Major League Baseball kind of stands alone in the summertime. So uh, that would probably be five right there. OK, well, talking NFL, we got a big one in the NFC West tonight, Monday night football, Seattle at San Francisco. We're seeing the Seahawks catching near a touchdown plus six flat pretty much across the board and the total 47 or 47 and a half, depending which sports books you want to go off of. Do you have an interest in getting involved in tonight's Monday night football action? Yeah, to tell you the truth, Drew, I am involved in this one. I thought that there was a pretty solid edge here. We'll see how this one goes. Obviously, a big NFC West contest. I think that San Francisco has um, certainly outperformed expectations. According to my power ratings, they are the most improved team power rating number wise in the NFL right now. The defense has been sensational. I don't think I'm telling anybody um, listening or watching anything that they don't know already. There's some key injuries on that side of the football. There's some additions on the other side of the football for uh, the Seattle Seahawks, including one Josh Gordon tonight. So we'll see how Josh does uh, as a receiver. But Pete Carroll seems to be very excited to have him uh, into the mix here. It's a big game for the Seahawks. And obviously, there's exterior stuff, right, Drew? Um, Richard Sherman, we've heard from him all week long as he on a very good team now faces his ex team. Um, so I think it's going to be a very interesting game. But like I said, I do have a, a strong opinion on this one. All right. Good stuff. Robbie Vino. Check out his work at sportsmemo.com. He's a mainstay on the podcast over there and also, uh, you know, putting out a lot of free content there at the website sportsmemo.com. Also follow him on Twitter at Rob Vino Sports. Rob, we can hit on uh, the NBA on the other side of the uh, uh, of the break as well. But uh, we got what a seven game card tonight. Is there anything you want to get off here? Like, uh, I guess it's really catching your eye off the NBA board tonight. Well, I think the most interesting thing, Drew, uh, that's going to happen tonight is the return of Blake Griffin for the Detroit Pistons. And we'll see how that affects their team here. We saw we saw an 
early move on this line from the opener of one straight up to three. That's certainly based on the fact that Griffin's going to be involved. First game back is always difficult to tell because he's missed so much time this year. Um, but that will be, and like you say, we can get to the rest of this on the other side of the break, but that would probably be the number one thing you're looking for tonight is to see how he mixes in with the Detroit team that had some expectations coming into the season. All right. Well, yeah, Detroit at home against Minnesota. Pistons lane three, 222 the total. So we'll hit on that, plus uh, the rest of the NBA card, plus uh, get, get a couple of Robbie Vino's looks towards the openers in college football this upcoming week. Guys, we got a short break coming up. This is Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. To light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back at the window Monday, November 11th. Guys, want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. 
Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stats for tournaments in the daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. I am Drew Martin, live in Las Vegas, Nevada. We got Robbie Vino from SportsMemo.com there on the East Coast, Robbie. Right before the break, we were talking a little NBA. You brought you brought up Blake Griffin being back on the lineup here for Detroit. Minus three at home, 222 and a half the total. Robbie, anything more on that game that you wanted to get out there to the watchers? Also, what, any of the other six games? We got Toronto at the LA Clippers. Clippers laying 10, 223 the total there. That's an interesting, out west, interesting one out west. Uh, what are you seeing here on the NBA card? Yeah, as far as the Detroit... Uh, Minnesota game goes, Drew, you know, it's back-to-backs for the Timberwolves. And uh, when you look at their games nowadays, I think you're immediately drawn to the total because Minnesota has been so good offensively yet so weak on the defensive side. And maybe even I've seen it, you know, in print referred to as unwilling to play defense so far this year. Um, If Blake Griffin should mesh right away with his teammates, 222 could be a little bit low for the total there. Uh, A couple other interesting things. Gordon Hayward is a major, major injury for the Boston Celtics. They take on the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Dallas on the road, but certainly an early surprise this season offensively. um, You know, Rick Carlisle, known as a defensive minded coach, has kind of let the horses run because that's what he has in the stable this year with Luka Doncic, who easily drew at this point in time. I think you could make the case he's uh, top five talent individually in the NBA and to go along with Kristaps Porzingis, who uh, early on is on a little bit of scheduled rest, load management, so to speak, but he'll be in the lineup tonight. So those two guys searching for a third option to help them out with Dallas. But Boston, a short priced favorite here without Gordon Hayward. Um, You know, it's kind of a shame that he had to go down with injury or that he did go down with injury because he had been playing so well in the Boston Celtics with Kemba Walker really have gelled immediately as a unit. Um, I think the line might be a little too small there, though. It's down. It was four earlier this afternoon, and perhaps four just not enough here. We'll see how the team reacts without Hayward, but I think they've got the guys to step up and handle that. And then you talked about the game out west, Toronto with the L.A. Clippers. Toronto on back-to-backs without two of their star players. Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka both get hurt Friday night. They don't play yesterday or last night against the L.A. Lakers, and they win straight up. Uh, So now they get to face the Clippers off of back-to-backs. I think that's more of a difficult assignment. But the money has spoken and really has slightly backed the Toronto Raptors here. People grabbing the double digits. I see some nine-and-a-halves out there. Um, I don't know that I agree, though. I think the Clippers might be a little too much here. Obviously, it's Kawhi Leonard against his old teammates here. There'll be a little bit of emotion, I'm sure, but uh, by both sides. But I think in the end, the Clippers probably uh, too much for Toronto, a shorthanded Toronto to handle on back-to-back nights. And of course, if you like to see offensive basketball, the total in the Houston-New Orleans game, 245, uh, I think you're going to see some points between the Rockets and the and the uh, New Orleans team tonight. Absolutely. 245. Robbie, 
in the NBA, <laughs> 245. That's good. Is that the highest total you've ever seen? Outside of an all-star game, I think it is, Drew, just for a regular season game. I, I think we should get in the habit of seeing these 240 pluses. I think we had a couple last year, though, with Golden State uh, involved and certainly the Rockets. Now, I think at last check they were, if it's not them, it was the Memphis Grizzlies, the highest tempo team in the NBA this season. And of course, we know the other side of that is Alvin Gentry's New Orleans Pelicans team. I think I called them the Hornets before New Orleans Pelicans team. Um, I'm reverting back to old days here when they were the Hornets, but the Pelicans obviously is a, I don't want to call it a roll out the ball situation, but it's certainly a, a team that loves to uh, force tempo on the other side. So when those two get together, if the ball's going through the hoop, you're certainly going to get your opportunities to get over 245. It's just a matter of how well the shooting is tonight for these two teams. And boy, when New Orleans gets Zion Williamson back, it, that would be a very fun game to watch. I wonder if we might not see that game push 250 when Zion gets into that New Orleans lineup. He's Robbie Vino. Follow him on Twitter at Rob Vino Sports. His work at sportsmemo.com. Robbie, it it wouldn't be right of me to have you on the show and not ask you about some college football. Um, We got action, man. Starting tomorrow night, we're seeing Eastern Michigan and Akron, Western Michigan and Ohio. Um, also Wednesday night, we got two games. There's one on Thursday in Maction. We also got UNC Pittsburgh and then a slew of Friday night games for college football. So a full week of college football, man. It's November. We got college basketball. We got college football all week long, man. Great time to be a sports better, but a lot to do, Robbie. Is there any, um, kind of opening lines here that you've seen in the weekday action? that uh, you kind of pounced on here at the open. I'll tell you one, Western Michigan, Ohio, for me, that total of 63, I just think it's a little too high. We're seeing both of those two teams last week struggle offensively and their defense is playing pretty good. I look towards the under in that one. Also, you know, fading the Akron Zips. Man, you've been making money. Eastern Michigan, you know, pretty decent team there in the MAC laying 17. That's one I have circled as well. Both of those games are tomorrow night. But throw it over to you for the weekday action. Anything you like here in college football? Yeah, well, I'm right with you on the Eastern Michigan side, Drew. I thought 17 was even fairly cheap. We know that Akron just hasn't covered spreads all season long. I forget the exact number now, but, you know, something that we do when we're on the Sports Memo College Football podcast that I bring to the table and Uh, some way, shape, or form each and every week is a combined number of game uh, against the spread or total records with the first half and the second half. And I think at one point, if you had bet against the Akron Zips game first half and second half, um, Akron was somewhere in the vicinity of like 2-22 and against the spread through eight games. So you certainly want to be on the Eastern Michigan side. Quarterback Mike Glass and company can put up points in there more than capable defensively. Uh, the Western Michigan-Ohio game, I'm still looking at right now. I wouldn't be surprised if I get involved there, Drew. That's a big game for both sides, even though it's non-division. Uh, if you skip to the Wednesday game, it's interesting to see Toledo and how they've reacted without quarterback Mitchell Guadani for the last three games. Eli Peters started last week, and you know they barely got out of there against Kent with their lives 35-33 final. The defense hasn't shown up all season long. Northern Illinois does play a little bit of defense. So to me, that one will be interesting. Haven't made a choice yet. But on uh, the following night, the Wednesday night, 
I think that Buffalo is a very, very underrated team in the MAC right now, the way they've played the last four weeks. Um, Kent State, you, you like what they're doing, Drew, but I just don't think that they match up defensively with Buffalo. So I think Buffalo's a side that I uh, will end up being involved with. The number continues to creep up. So if you want to get involved, you better do it quick. Um, we've seen that go from four and a half all the way to six. But I think the line movement is justified because Buffalo, like I say, on the defensive side has been great. And slowly but surely, they've come along offensively. Kent has shown no progress on the defensive side. And I think last week they just took advantage of a poor Toledo defense to get that cover. Yeah, and we've seen Buffalo uh, open up minus three and a half, and you hinted towards the move towards the Bulls here. We're seeing now minus five and a half or minus six. That's a road team in Maction. Robbie, how much does it kind of worry you, the road team on a weekday night in the MAC? Does that ever kind of uh, keep you off of betting that, that, you know, because it sounds like you really like the matchup Buffalo wise. What about spot wise, being the team that has to travel during the week in, in Maction? Yeah, well, I think that since they're not playing on Saturday, Drew, it doesn't bother me as much, right? These teams both had the Saturday off. Um, so, you know, for me, the extra time to prepare and the extra time for travel probably wouldn't bother me if it was a Saturday to Thursday type deal. I think when people talk about um, betting unders during the week, these primetime unders that are so often referred to, whether it be NFL or college, I think that's a distinct or there's a distinction there to be made. Those are games that are played on very short rest, either Saturday to Thursday, very short practice week, or Sunday to Thursday in the case of the NFL. Here in the MAC, we don't have that. Normally, we see nine-day windows, 11-day windows for these teams as we go through the month of November. So I don't know that travel bothers me as much, and I don't know that there's really more than three or four home fields that would bother me in the MAC. The rest just kind of play to neutral. So um, in this case, I'm not too afraid of it with Buffalo. I think they're a pretty well-seasoned team at this point in time, and uh, I would look more towards the fundamentals than the situation in that game. All right, Robbie, we only got one minute left here, but do want to open it up to uh, the full college football card. Is there anything else you wanted to throw out there to the watchers that you got your eye on? Well, you have to have your eye on Oklahoma Baylor this weekend, right, and also Auburn, Georgia. Those are going to be the two key games um, for Baylor triple overtime win to keep their undefeated season alive for Oklahoma. One point win against Iowa State to keep their season alive. That ought to be a fun game, Drew. I think it'll go back and forth. Um, whichever team loses, obviously, has no hope left of making the final four. And then, of course, Georgia is going to uh, need to keep on winning here to get themselves to the SEC title game. Big win for them last week against Missouri. So I think those are the two main games. And the rest, um, we're still looking at as of right now, uh, just going through the numbers, especially the total. So we'll have, obviously, more opinion as the week goes on. Robbie, great segments, man. Uh, good information there, guys. Look them up at sportsmemo.com and on Twitter at Rob Vino Sports. Rob, best of luck to you. Guys out there, we'll be right back after a short break, checking out college football, NFL, NBA, Sports Grid, TV Network. Get on the grid. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back at the window. I am Drew Martin live in Las Vegas, Nevada, Sports Grid TV Network. Sean is out today, probable for tomorrow's show. So hopefully he comes back well rested. But uh, going solo today, we just had Robbie Vino on for the last two segments, breaking down some games, college football look aheads. We had the Monday Nighter and NBA. And guys, also remember to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at SportsGrid TV. On Instagram, always doing the stories, cool little pop-ups, good information for sports bettors, fantasy players, and YouTube, of course. Uh, always important to subscribe there and uh, like the content if you're liking it. It does help us out. That's uh, SportsGrid TV on both Instagram 
and YouTube. So we got uh, the look aheads, the college football. Good stuff there with Robbie Vino. You know, uh, a couple games I did want to throw out here in the SEC, the Florida Gators putting up what north of 50 points on Vanderbilt this last week. Now going against Missouri. Missouri is another team in the SEC. You know, I'm not real big on. I think uh, the Gators minus seven here. It already has been bumped up from six and a half to seven. That's a key number getting taken out there. All the six and the hooks out. But uh, still, I'm liking the Gators minus seven, man, riding that train with Thrash at the quarterback position. They can throw it downfield in Missouri. Schedule not very tough in the SEC at all. Staying within seven of the Gators, I think it's going to be a tough ask for here. We got Hawaii and UNLV right down the road from where I'm sitting. Uh, Hawaii minus seven on the mainland. Laying points with the Rainbow Warriors on the mainland. Always a question mark. However, UNLV, not very good. However, they did beat uh, the aforementioned Vanderbilt team in SEC territory. So uh, that's kind of a, a good stat there for a Mountain West team. In Maction, you know, this week I'm looking towards the Western Michigan-Ohio game, looking at it under the total, still seeing uh, 63s out there, 62 and a halves. I think uh, both defensive units are the superior units over the opposition's offensive units so i think it's going to be tough to score there robbie pointed towards the eastern michigan side minus 17 over akron that's uh tomorrow night i mean the zips what not very good i don't think they've covered a game yet this season in college football so if you've been fading them you've been making a ton of money bowling green not very good in that miami of ohio matchup look to lay the the points there miami of ohio at home minus 18 um, other college football action, what Penn State coming off the loss, hosting the Hoosiers. We got uh, Penn State minus 14 at home. That's minus two touchdowns against an Indiana team that's not garbage by any means. Interesting one there. Also, uh, Wake Forest versus Clemson. Wake not looking good last game out, having to go into Death Valley, South Carolina, hang within 30 points, seeing Clemson now minus 32 and a half. And then the Minnesota-Iowa game, I think is the most fascinating handicap on the board. We got the Hawkeyes, minus three. There is some juice on that. So minus three, minus 115 at most books, which if you're new to sports betting, minus juice just means you got to pay a little bit more. And uh, the minus 115 on the back of the number, it's uh, pretty much always the basis is $100 better. So you're having to risk $115. If your bet wins, you win $100. Um, just something new there if you're if you're new to sports betting. 44.5 being the total in this Minnesota-Iowa game. I would look towards Iowa here. I just think it's tough for a team to kind of keep up what they've been doing. However, some seasons are special. Minnesota's season so far is special. I just lost on them last week. So I think I'm good for now. You know, one thing in sports betting, if it's not broken, don't fix it. That's one thing I, I, I go with. And if a team burns you, just let them burn you once. Don't let them burn you all season long, all month long, anything like that. Don't be throwing away your too, your money too easily here. So I might back off of uh, fading Minnesota for the second week in a row. Um, Navy, Notre Dame, interesting matchup here. We got the Irish minus nine in South Bend, 54 and a half being the total. Notre Dame, some people think it kind of quit a little bit on Brian Kelly. I don't see it as much. I think, you know, defending the option, all about discipline defense. I think Notre Dame's got it. I would look to lay it here with the Irish. Haven't touched it as of yet. 
Also got Oklahoma Baylor. Robbie touched on this one. Fascinating one in the Big 12. Big game, arguably the biggest on the board. Got the Sooners minus 10 on the road at Baylor in Waco. 67 and a half being the total. Oklahoma's defense isn't all that good. We saw what Iowa State plus 14 and a half be the side. So Oklahoma not covering their last game out. Now having to lay doubles on the road. Very questionable spot there. I don't know. I kind of lean Baylor, but tough to go against the Sooners, as we know. And then the big one in the SEC, we got Auburn. We got Georgia. This one in Jordan-Hare, the oldest rivalry in the South. Auburn catching three at home is always an uh, interesting look. However, we've gone over it before, guys. The quarterback play for Auburn has been atrocious. So uh, going up against a team that has Jake Fromm at the helm, we saw what Jake Fromm was able to do against the Florida Gators and the largest outdoor cocktail party. I don't know. Quarterback definitely goes with, with the Georgia side here in terms of uh, where the more talented quarterback is. So always... I'd like to have the better quarterback when it, when a game is priced in this range, you know, in, in between the threes here. So I doubt I get there with Auburn tend to stay away from Auburn games overall, just being a, an Auburn alum, uh, my, my record betting Auburn games outside of the Cam Newton year, which I bet them every single game, um, right before I kind of got into this business professionally kind of leaded me there with that uh, big year. I've definitely been under 50% betting Auburn games after that. So I've kind of shied away from that kind of betting on my team, so to speak. Did want to bring up a couple other topics here, guys, as we're running through one Veterans Day. Obviously, uh, thank you. If, if you served in the military, definitely appreciate it. Country wouldn't be what it is without you guys. Happy Veterans Day out there. Also wanted to talk about a, a, a stock here, something that's big in sports gambling, Twitter. It had a big drop, what, about two weeks ago to an accounting issue. I wanted to throw it out there. Maybe buy on the dip Twitter stock. I know uh, don't have my Series 7 active. I believe it uh, it, it expired two years ago. I uh, was a financial advisor in my previous job. But uh, just Twitter. I bought some personally. Wanted to throw it out there to any watchers. I uh, thought that uh, Twitter is expanding, going into an election year. Plus the fact uh, sports gambling seems to be a big topic on Twitter and sports gambling, as you guys know, watching the show here is uh, booming and booming here in Las Vegas. Also, Las Vegas shows guys last night um, went to the Madonna show here on on the Las Vegas Strip. A friend was in town and had an extra ticket. So I tagged along three hundred dollar ticket, by the way. That was the price tag. Definitely wouldn't have paid 300 bucks to see Madonna, man. She played a bunch of songs that I've never heard of before. Not that I'm a huge Madonna fan by any means, but, you know, as I was getting ready to go here and uh, take the Uber over to the show, I was listening to some Madonna, some Madonna hits. Some of the older people out there might uh, know a couple of them, like a virgin, you know, a bunch of other songs that you definitely recognize if they played. But she stayed away from that. She was big into politics, talking about that. I just didn't think it was uh, that great of a show. And just a couple weeks ago, I went to a Beatles show and it was awesome. And I'm not a Beatles fan by any means, but they were playing all their hits. It was really fun to see all the Cirque du Soleil. So uh, I've been to two Vegas shows so far since I've lived here, two months living in Las Vegas. Definitely recommend the Beatles and don't really recommend Madonna unless you're a huge Madonna fan then you'd probably like it it was a pricier ticket Madonna was 300 bucks uh, the Beatles I believe was only about a hundred bucks and I think the the Beatles show was actually the better show 
So uh, less pricey and more hits, more fun, I felt, and a lot going on in terms of Cirque du Soleil. Madonna was just more kind of standing up there singing a bunch of songs I never really heard of. Wanted to throw that out there. I know a lot of people out there interested in uh, kind of Las Vegas topics coming out to visit. By the way, it's beautiful weather. So if you're on the East Coast listening, which I know a lot of people are, do recommend... uh, Coming to Las Vegas and checking out a show. Recommend the Beatles. But uh, guys, Monday Nighter here, Seattle at San Francisco, getting back to uh, the nitty gritty. Got the 49ers, minus six, 47 and a half being the total. And I'm telling you, I'm leaning here with Seattle. I think we get the better quarterback plus the six points overall. It's uh, it's the side I'm going to go with, guys. It's the It's the underdog. I know they are on the road. It is a Monday nighter. Plus the fact 47 and a half. We've seen the under train. Robbie Vino talked about it. Unders in prime time in the NFL and in college football, he mentioned as well. But mainly in the NFL over the long stretch. uh, Very profitable this season. Of recent, there's been a little bit of an overtrend, maybe overcompensation in the market. But uh, seeing 47 and a half lean under. But even more so, I like the Seattle Seahawks. Plus six, get the better quarterback, plus the points in pocket. Seattle seven and two straight up. Looks like depending what number you're getting them at the closing number, four, four and one against the spread. One push there. San Francisco has been profitable. ATS, which is against the spread, five and three. So a profitable number there. And of course, the San Francisco 49ers. 8-0, that's undefeated in the NFL, halfway through the campaign, sitting at 8-0, very impressive. So uh, overall, tough to go against that 8-0 streak, but only 8-5-3 against the spread. So I do like Seattle, plus the points. Turnover differential, both teams in the plus, near plus one average per game with Seattle, plus .8 turnover differential, San Francisco, plus. 0.5 0.5 looks like points against Seattle giving up 25 points against San Francisco man that defense they've been riding their defense to this 8-0 straight up only giving up 12.8 points per game one of if not the best defense in the country it uh, looks like weather wise favoring the offense they're in Santa Clara Levi's Stadium seeing about High 60s for kickoff in terms of temperature, little to no wind and no rain expected at all. So uh, kind of weather wise pointing towards the over, but still you got to have the offenses to do it and the defenses that are going to let that happen. And San Francisco only giving up 12 points per game so far this year. That's a tough one to bet an over with, especially, you know, we've talked about it. NFL primetime, both of these two teams have extended preparation time. In my opinion, in a handicap, the extended preparation favors the defense. You get to watch more film. Uh, We've seen it time and time again. I think that also speaks to the trend on the NFL primetime games going towards the under. So you're putting a lot in your pocket here, betting the under. Got a couple minutes left here in the segment, guys, and got best bets. On the other side, do got one for tonight's game. Also a look ahead at the college football cards. So maybe double up, maybe save one for tomorrow's show. Not really sure yet, but uh, yeah, extra prep time. Also a pretty long injury list for both teams. So make sure to check that. It's always a tough one in the NFL to see who's going to play, who's not at this point in time. A lot of the questionables we got to wait for pretty much right before kickoff. So we'll see a little bit of late money there. In the NFL Monday night primetime game. Past matchup here. 
has to go all the way back to last year with San Francisco and Seattle. The score being 26 to 23. San Francisco did win. They won straight up and against the spread with that one falling shortly over the closing number in, cert- in terms of the total the over did hit last year. Seattle versus San Francisco got Seattle catching six. That's the way I am looking. On the NBA slate, guys, big card here. Robbie Vino talked, uh, talked about it in the last segment. You know, the LA Clippers hosting Toronto, minus 10, believe off of a back-to-back, and Minnesota off of a back-to-back. Always looking to fade that in the NBA. Detroit, minus three at home. He was looking towards that side. We got Utah at Golden State. You know, Utah laying eight. Golden State's been awful, you know, out the start in the NBA. So maybe look to lay it here again with the Jazz. Guys, got a short break coming up. Got best bets, final thoughts on the other side before we throw it over to Gabe Morenci at the five o'clock Eastern hour. This is Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. Short break. Be right back, guys, with best bets, final thoughts. season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the window monday november 11th happy veterans day out there to all the veterans that have served thank you for your service hopefully you're enjoying today we got the monday nighter in the nfc west seattle versus san francisco best bets guys i like the underdog seattle seahawks plus the six we get the better quarterback pete carroll as well so uh, five and three ats been a money maker overall i think uh too many points here that back door could be open as well. And, uh, you know, bad beat and backdoor cover aren't always the same thing. And, uh, and this is a situation where I think the backdoor cover needs to be part of your handicap. You got a, an NFL MVP candidate playing the quarterback position, able to throw the ball down the field. And uh, Russell Wilson and company there, Seahawks on the road, not a terrible travel spot here. Extra preparation time. I put that plus six in our pockets which I did personally, Seattle Seahawks plus six and a half. If you can find it, the hook at some spots, which uh, pretty much all taken out. So uh, just minus six. So Seattle Seahawks plus six for me. That's what I'm going with, with best bets for the show. The Monday nighter here, Russell Wilson and company to stay within six points of San Francisco tonight. So best of luck if you're tailing, guys. And uh, look ahead towards college football in terms of uh, games was looking to maybe get on before the line moves a little bit. Overall, I think this Minnesota-Iowa game, there might be three and a halves out here on the Hawkeyes before kickoff. So in this Big Ten game, four o'clock Eastern kick here on Saturday, I'd look to fade Minnesota. I know it's tough to do, and they just won against Penn State. Now we're having to go on the road. Big difference here after uh, getting patted on the back, told you're the best all week. You know, 19 to 23, 24-year-olds, always tough listening to all the uh, the people telling them they're the best. So I would look to kind of fade them here and lay the three. Got to pay some juice on that on the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday's action. So uh, that's what I'm looking at. Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday for college football. But best bet being on tonight's Seattle Seahawks plus six Monday night football. Guys, I am Drew Martin. Hopefully you like the show. we got a short break before uh, next up here. This is Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid. Get on the grid. 